All right, welcome back to the Audible. Kimbo Camper, John Congemi with you. And uh, last time we spoke, a lot of things have changed since then. Yes, the, change the, the, is a good word. The change is a good word. The, the environment has kind of morphed into something else around here. And, and uh, John, it's, it's you know, this football team has been mired in, in you know, in, in mediocrity for, for decades. Um, and, you know, they, they've been fortunate and unfortunate. Fortunate that they've only had one season where they won – one game and it was a disaster, but unfortunate the fact that they'd win eight games, six games, six games, yeah. seven games, and all that gets you is a mid-round draft pick that's you maybe going to work, maybe not throughout the draft, and it's kept them mired in in this quagmire. They've been in a quagmire for you know for 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 decades, and you know in order to change it, you, you got to make big changes, and I think that you know when they. When they elevated Chris Greer, uh, when they brought in Brian Flores, I think everyone understood that, hey, something needs to change. Something dramatic has to happen with this organization to get this football team to where everybody that's a Dolphin fan, everybody in this building wants it to be a team that's going to battle every year and be a possible contender for the playoffs and maybe move into a Super Bowl possibility. They did it, and it hurt. It hurt. It, it hurt. I mean, you know, jettisoning a lot of players, a lot, a lot of names that, um, that that were surprising to a lot of folks. Uh, the big moves, obviously, with Tunsil and, and Kenny Stills. And but look, you know, Kenny Stills, in my mind, he, he kind of dug his own grave. You know, you kind of, you know, you, there, there are certain things you can do, certain certain things you can say. But uh, you know, once you start, in my mind, and this is strictly my opinion, once you start screwing with the owners of other, other businesses, then it's a whole different ball game. But neither there nor there. But so this is a team that's 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 quite frankly stripped us stripped themselves down, put themselves in a very admirable position going forward. Twenty, twenty-one draft choices, first round picks, second round picks, third, third round, round picks, fourth round. The, the depth <laughs> yeah. of the depth of choices they're going to have over two years, uh, it, it should get this team back on the track. But John, it's, it's, fans are going to have to be patient. You and I are going to have to be patient. Uh, anyone that follows this team is going to have to be a little patient. But um, as much as it may be a, th- a thing where everyone's got their opinion on it, John, I, I think it's something that had to be done. I, th- I think I- in order to be, in order to get to the mountaintop, you know, sometimes you got to you got to you got to throw the dynamite in there and well, blast a little bit. Well, I know this off season when Brian Flores was hired and and Chris Greer came to the podium and everybody talked about and and the owner Stephen Ross, everybody talked about this is going to be something new. This is going to change the dynamic of how the Miami Dolphins are going to try and build this franchise to get out of the quagmire that quite frankly the organization has been in because when you look back the last 10 15 years years that recipe hasn't, hasn't built worked. any success the yeah. dolphins have been to the playoffs one time since 2009 yeah. okay and there hasn't been a chance that you feel as a fan we we've got an opportunity to, to compete for the playoffs to compete for a world mm-hmm. championship to win a super bowl that hasn't happened in a very long time now i would be lying if i said that i thought that meant getting rid of one of your top two three arguably yep. players on this roster in Laramie Tunsil. And, and I would think, you know, 24 touchdowns over four years for Kenny Stills, you you kind of want to hang on to a, a playmaker like yeah. that as well. But when you get the haul that the Miami Dolphins didn't probably intend to go out and seek, mm-hmm. but you're dealing with a team that's 
maybe a player or two away from, they think, going to the playoffs and going far into the playoffs in the Houston Texans. You have to kind of entertain that. And what was entertained was a future and a bright future, a chance at a bright future right away for the Miami Dolphins to do what they've done over the last couple of drafts. That's stockpile some young talent. Now, this is going to be a young roster. But have a chance to stockpile some young talent and obviously have the flexibility to go up and get a quarterback if they if they deem fit after this year. Now, you hope Ryan Fitzpatrick is a bridge to the future. You hope Josh Rosen might be able to be that guy. Mm-hmm. But if you're not certain and that doesn't work out, the plan B is, is, is in place now. You have the pieces to go up and get a Tua Tungavailoa if that's your guy. And if that's not your guy, maybe it's from from Georgia. Maybe it's another guy. It's Herbert it's from good. Oregon. But maybe you wait. Maybe you wait and get a Trevor Lawrence in the next yep, year. Yep. If you're in a position, even if you win five or six games, you still have the pieces to trade and to bargain with to get to where you need to be if that's the situation you're in in two years from yep. now. So I think in my mind, they didn't go out seeking this trade, yep. but the, the haul— The trade found them. The, the trade yep. found them. The haul was too significant for them to pass yep. up in terms of where they want to build this franchise. You know, if, if I was— in, in both sides of that trade, I'd be more, I'd be more upset if I was a Houston fan, because you just mortgaged your future, right? I don't even know you, if they have to participate you, you, in you, Vegas next you, year you, for you the just, draft. Yeah, you just mortgaged your future for you know for for a win now situation. Understand it because they're close. They got some good players in that football team. They feel that they're they feel their best move is try to get it done now, right? And, and maybe have a two or three year run in there, but. But but if they fall flat, then they got nothing to. Well, they, everybody know, will be looking for a new yeah. job. Where, whereas yeah. you know you got a team here, and, and you know the, the the funny thing about this football team, John, and it's been this way for a long time. Seven wins, eight wins, and maybe nine six. wins, six, whatever. But it seemed like every year there were two games away. You know, two game add, add two wins. Well, at the win, end of the year, how many and, times? And, yeah, two or three games left. If you win two of them, you're in the you're playoffs. In. Right. So so there so they were but. But and, and you kept saying, well, you know, geez, there, there were two games away from the playoffs last year. Get a good draft pick in that middle of the fir- first round. You know, maybe you were there, but it, but it never materialized. And every year it's like, geez, geez, if we would have won those two games, we would have won those two games, but we haven't, and we haven't, and we haven't. So, you know, it, it, what's, the, what's the old line, you know, the, the, you know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting it to change over history, you know, and it's not going to change. So – you know, I think this team, you know, had a plan going in, and and you're right, maybe not to the degree that we ended up where we're at right, right now, the result. But when you got a team that's sitting there with first round draft picks, second round draft picks, and throwing them your way along with players, well, you, you got to sit up and take notice, especially with a team that had an idea of going in of let's let's get rid of some dead wood. Let's get a young nucleus in here that we can build from, that can grow in our system, understand what we want to do, understand the type of game that we want to play, and then let's go out the next year and start adding, you know, adding high, you know, high-end talent to this roster. It's, it's, you know, it's. I think it's going to be hard for fans to kind of wrap their arms around it a little bit, but I think when you look at it from a football standpoint. From where this team is, you could either stay and be eight and eight and eight and eight and six and nine or whatever for for years to come, seven and nine for years to come, or or you can do something different. And they've done something different. And now now it comes down to turning those draft picks 
into meaningful draft right. picks. Right, right. You have to be up, able to be lining up, and and, and you know, and, and 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 next year, you you know, three or four guys coming out of those picks that you go, well, oh, that guy's. He, he's going to be here for a while. Yes. You know, yeah. he's going to be a difference maker. Yeah. And, it, and it starts at the position of quarterback. Let's not fool ourselves. You have to have a difference maker at quarterback yeah. if you're going to win in the National Football League. If you're going to win with consistency, if you feel like you can go out and have the wherewithal to go get whoever you deem is the best guy to lead this franchise. Now, he may be on the roster. Yeah. He, he may be Josh Rosen. You, you never know. But this team has to evaluate that because going into next April, you have to decide whether you're going to be able to to go ahead and pull the trigger on on a quarterback or get other resources that you know this yep. this football team, this club needs to build on the 2020, the 2021 draft, where you now feel you're in position to be competitive and and kind of knock New England off yeah. off the throne. Yeah. So it's it's look it, it's done. Uh, they've made their decisions. And this was this was not a decision that was made by Stephen Ross. It wasn't a decision made by Chris Greer. It wasn't a decision made by uh, Brian Flores or anybody else in that organ. It was a, it was a decision made by everybody collectively, the brain trust of this organization, all bought in on this. This is the way we're going to do it, and this is how we're going to go forward. And you know, a little shocking. It kind of, it, it, you know, it, it's kind of like going into the dentist and you get that shot, you know, from the dentist. You go, oh, I don't like that. But two minutes no. later, when that guy's digging in your tooth and you don't feel anything, you go, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm good now. No, it, I'm good it, with that's it. a great analogy. You go in for a, a, a simple teeth cleaning and you go, you know what? You got a root canal. We got, yeah, here we you go. got three of them. We're going to prepare yourself. That's right. And that's how I felt, you know, the day after. You go, and somebody told me, hey, did you hear about the deal? And yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills yeah. and now Kiko. I'm like, what? Those are, those are players that you kind of yeah. think you de- you're depending on to have success. So it, it kind of caught me uh, back a little bit. But then you kind of sit down and you look at where this team is right now and where they want to go. And you have to yeah. have a plan. Just remember, this, this shouldn't shock you if you think back and, and you go back and you listen to the offseason yeah. comments about where this franchise is now. And, you ha- and you're going to scrap the way you've got there now and change direction yeah. and try to build something from the ground up. You build it with a new coach. You build it with a new philosophy yeah. in the front office. But ultimately, you build it with talent. And you build it with draft choices. You build it with uh, being smart in the mm-hmm. offseason. So not only do you have a wherewithal in terms of the draft, you're building dollars to go out and, and kind of put – towards resources yeah. selectively during free agency. You're not going to go out and spend it all, but you're going to be selective on what you do because you, you're building this for two, three, yeah. for sustainability. You're, you're trying to build a franchise yeah. that's going to compete every year at the highest level, not just every fourth year you've got yeah. a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, if, sliding, if everything sliding, goes sliding right. Sliding is a wild card if everything goes right. You know, you go going back to you, really, really if you're a Dolphin fan, if you're, you follow this team, you, if you go back to the the day they, they they presented Brian Flores, and Stephen Ross was there, and Stephen Ross talked, and 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 and, and he talked about just what just where we're at right now. Yeah. Talked about making changes that make a difference for the long term success. And that time, everyone goes, "Oh, they're going to rebuild. They're going to rebuild." Or or you could call it whatever the hell you yeah, want to call it. Doesn't matter. Whatever terminology you want to call it, or this and that. They're changing the way they do business here. And at that day, if you didn't realize that day that the, cha- that, the, that the way of doing business for the Miami Dolphins was going to make a pretty drastic change, well, then, then you weren't listening to what he said. Now it's come to fruition, and you're going, whoa, 
Man, that was a, that's a big deal, and, and it well, it's was. tough it, to swallow if you're a big you're, move, you know. a dramatic move, a lot of bodies involved, a lot of guys that had become fan favorites down here, a lot of people that you know like these guys, and because they're all good guys, all worked their asses that's off, right. all played hard, and you couldn't ask for anything more from the guys that that have left have their football team, right. gone somewhere, um, but they just said for whatever reason just didn't fit into in, in moving forward. Now it is. So here we are. This is our football team. Uh, we're going to talk to Albert Wilson a little later on in the program. You, you get him coming back. You get Jakeem coming back. You look at that wide receiver room. You look at that running back room. That's with, right. What do they keep? Seven guys? Six guys yeah, in there? Yeah, they've got six guys. Six guys in that running back room. You know, certainly the offensive line is 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 a question that's going to have to be fixed. Uh, your quarterback situation, you got a guy that's played in plenty of games, won plenty of games. you got a young guy by, that behind them that – who knows? Four or five weeks out, could may come get in, his opportunity. Could come in and get his opportunity. You got a young defense on the other side with, with this. This that their scheme seems to be something that you know really fits a lot of the players they have. So so who knows what this football team is going to be? We'll find out on Sunday when the Baltimore Ravens come to football football come to town. By the way, a football team that has been a total mismatch for the Miami Dolphins over the last for, the, for a decade. The Dolphins couldn't beat, can't beat, haven't been able to beat that football team for a decade, and it just always seems like a mismatch. Well, you know what? Who knows? A year or two, maybe, maybe they're saying the same thing about this team. But I, I like this. I I like the guys that are left in this football team. I've talked to most of them, been around most of them, and and it's just like their attitude. And I think in Brian Flores and this coaching staff, they've they've drilled into this football team to just go out, be your best player, do your job. And let her, let the chips fall where they may, and, and I think that's what we're going to see. And, and I, I I think this team, you know, everyone, oh geez, they're not going to win. Any, I, I you know I got a feeling this team's going to surprise some people down the road. Is it going to be Sunday? I don't know. It could be, but somewhere down the road, this team is going to get better as, as they go on. Look, they're a young football team, and you only get better by going out and playing and getting thrown to the wolves and and getting the job done. And, and we'd be remiss not to mention John Denny too, yep. and, and the you know years of service that he gave to this organization on the field. He's been spectacular with the number of games, you know, yep. he's played in a row and, and, and how consistent and how good he's been throughout his career. That was kind of a little shocker to me as well, because you, you kind yep. of figured once the cuts were made and everything was, was, you know, kind of dust was settling yep. after the trades and after guys being jettisoned that he'd kind of be one of those yep. fixtures. I think there's maybe only two or three guys over the age of 30 now on this yep. roster. You know, you've got Kilgore in the middle. You've got Rashad Jones and and maybe one other guy, yeah. and and that's it. And Fitzpatrick and, and, yeah, and Fitzpatrick, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's you know you you thank John for you know his years of service and yeah. what he's done for this organization. But you know what, it it, it you know I, I came in with a young group of guys. You know, and, and the old the seventeen year old guys were kind of you know they, they were they're in their last years, and most of them were were out of the league after by the time I was in my second or third year in the league. And so we had a bunch of young guys, and you grew up together, and you were close. And, and, and the guys I grew up with in this football team are still my, some of my best right. friends because we were, we were close, we stayed together. And these guys have the opportunity to build the future of this franchise and have them be the, the foundation, right. have them be the guys that, hey, man, I remember when they got those guys, and two years later, here we are, we're in, the, we're in the hunt. So there's opportunity out for these guys, and some guys that never thought they'd get the chance to be on this football team right now, they're here. And, and they're going to go out, and they're going to they're going to lay it on the line, and and uh, and do the best they can do. And uh, I, you know, I, I I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm, I'm ready for the ride. It, it may be maybe bumpy, maybe tough at times, but I, I look at a lot of these young guys in this football team, and 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 I and, and especially in the defensive side, just watching scheme wise what they've done 
during the We're watching during the them fly season, around, flying around. I, I'm I'm really excited about the about this defense to see just what they can be. You know, it, it's funny you say the defensive side because you, when you watch the preseason games, you know there there was. Obviously, Baker and Iguavan are going to yeah. be a, a, a big centerpiece to what they do because I think the difference is with Rashad Jones and Minka Fitzpatrick playing close to the line of scrimmage and, and moving back and forth and, and bringing guys from you know all different types of, of angles and, and positions on the field when you want to bring pressure – Speed and smarts, you know, speed and, and identification, yeah. doing things the right way, you having the right leverage, doing all the, the little things that people kind of take for granted. I think with this coaching staff, the way they're doing, the way they're coaching it on the defensive side, boy, you better be able to run, you better be able to tackle, yeah. but you better be able to to identify, yeah. and you better be able to to know your job because if you don't do yours, boy, it's sure going to affect yeah. the guy next to you, and that goes for really any scheme, but especially with this scheme, with guys running around, guys moving yeah. around. Sometimes there's not a guy with a hand in the dirt, yep. you know, yeah. on third down, and you're kind of moving around. You better be able to identify and run and cover and tackle and. Spend because I think that's how, I think that's how this Dolphin defense is going to be yeah. built. It's going to be built with guys that that can that have speed that that can make you miss and make you conf- you know just hesitate yeah. for a second because that that's going to create an well, advantage. And and, and and this game on on Sunday is a good a good example for this defense. You got Lamar Jackson back there. You got somebody better and, corral. And, and here's a guy that you know he can throw the ball. He can throw make every throw he wants to. More importantly, he's got you know he's got the legs to. Yeah, he can beat you. To run legs. away from he can you. Run away from you. Just, just extend plays. Uh, take the ball down the field if he needs to on his own. And so those guys up front, that 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 discipline up front to rush a quarterback like that, you got to stay in your lanes. You can't try to, you know, you can't be a guy that says, "Geez, you know, I thought I could beat him on the outside." Well, your other tackle's going outside now. You got two, ta- you know, you you really have to play your assignment. You have to be disciplined in your lanes. You have to be disciplined in your gap spacing between right. the other guys around you. You can't have one guy upfield and one guy getting pushed back and, and creating a lane for him. So, you know, that's going to be a major test for a young defensive front and a young set of linebackers to find some way to keep one of the most, you know, active quarterbacks and, and, and dangerous quarterbacks in and out of the pocket. Where, where they want him to be, that that may be the biggest test that they face all day long, and and maybe you know for the better part early in the season. Well, he's dynamic. I yep. mean, he's dynamic as an athlete, and he's getting better as a thrower. But he can still beat you with his legs, and it doesn't matter if you feel like you have the angle or not. He seems to have another yep. gear to get by you. You got Mark Ingram in the backfield. That's going to be a new dynamic yep. for the Baltimore Ravens. You got the rookie from Oklahoma, Brown, Marquise Brown, I believe it is, yep. who's got speed on the outside. So there, there's a lot of things for this defense to be able to identify and be able just to keep everything in front of you. Because in a split second, as soon as you miss an angle or take a bad angle on Lamar Jackson, you've lost. Yep. So it's one of those things where, you know, that's one of the keys of the game, really, for me, is being able just to just to corral him, just to slow him down. Because we saw what Josh Allen did last year, ran for like 125 yards in Hard Rock Stadium. Yep. You give this guy the chances, that turns into 150, 175, and you're running for touchdowns. Yep. So that's the, one of the big keys to, for this defense on Sunday. All right, look who wandered in here. Hi. Albert Wilson. Albert, man, I tell you, it's been a it's been a while for you to get back in the football field, had opportunity to play in the last preseason game, and and uh, and, and it had to feel good to get back and – had the uh, the injury in October, a hip injury, go through all the rehab, and 
boy, finally to get back on the field, it, it had to feel, it had to feel like you're crossing the finish line at, at, in, in a, you know, in a, in a, a ten thousand meter race or something like that. You know? Yeah, for sure. You know, just going through the whole process of you know just coming into the locker room, putting your pads on, going through warm ups, and you know finally getting going inside the game and playing. Um, it felt great. You know, it's a blessing to you know be able to rehab and get to back where I was. And um, just to get out there with the guys and compete, man, and try to help this team win as best as I can. So, um, like I said, it's a blessing and it's a great feeling. It was unfortunate that you get the injury and and, and then Jakeem has his injury. Uh, but the byproduct of it is coming back is you guys worked out together all the time. You competed with with each other. You forced each other to get better. And sometimes that's what rehab's about because you're you're, you're on by your own, you know, right. by yourself. You're everyone else is doing their own thing, and you're just having to get yourself back. And so to have a guy like that that uh, that you like that, that you can compete with that's in your own room, that had to be good for for both of you guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we came in every day with the same attitude of just trying to get better, trying to compete. If it was, you know, ladder drills, box jumps, it started off small. We was competing in everything. Then it got into, you know, running. Then it got into routes. And, you know, now now we're back and we're, we're lining up next to each other. And it's a, it's a great feeling. Um, I appreciate the guy for, you know, coming in every day and just giving me a, 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 a motive to just go every day. So, um, hats out to him, um, and I think we're ready, and we'll be back better than ever. Yeah, it's great to see 15 and 19 back on on the on the field for the Miami Dolphins. How difficult is it for a wide receiver, really for for an athlete, for any position in a National Football League, coming back from injury, getting those mental reps, kind of testing yourself at practice, you know, running some individual routes, but still staying as sharp as you want to be because you know when you get the green light to say, hey, I'm ready to go 100%. I want to be at my best so I don't have any mental bust or, or physical bust out there. How t- difficult is that to stay in tune with everything? Yeah, um, you know, we, we all came in and learned a new playbook. So, you know, the, the coaches of just getting those mental reps of, of not being out there, going through OTAs and just being in the classroom, walkthroughs, um, ton of walkthrough reps, ton of mental reps, and just, you know, just trying to do your job, you know, and be a pro about it. You know, it's your job to get out there and line up and do your best and do what you're supposed to do. So outside of just being a pro, you know, the coaches, you know, did a great job of, you know, just giving us the opportunity to to do what we need to do. When when did you know, Albert, that you were ready to go? Like, I, I feel myself. You know, you run a couple routes, you come in and out of a route, and you go, that felt natural or that felt normal to me. When did that green light, I guess, or that flash go off, say, I'm ready to play? Um, you know, I always felt, you know, I can do more than they were allowing me to do. Um, but I guess that was just me naturally, you know, just wanting to do more, just wanting to get back out there. I felt like, you know, we was going through a slow process and wanting to get out there. So, um, you know, when they gave me the grid light and I was out there doing it, I never felt like, um, I couldn't have did it. Right, so, right. um, so when they when they gave me the okay to go out there and do it, it just felt great. So, you know, it's hats off to the the trainer staff and you know the organization just giving me time and just uh, being patient with me through this process. And the trainer's doing a great job of just rehabbing me and getting me back. At to some top point shape. during that whole process, Albert, and you and everybody else that's that's gone through rehab like that, is there's got to be a point where you convince yourself that you're healthy, right? It's you're out there, you run around, you feel good, and. You know, I don't know whether it's a whether it's a hard cut one way, whether it's something where, you know, where where if if it's a knee where you plant your knee and you know you stress that thing and and oh I made it through, you know, kind of gets you over that hump. Did you did you go through that point where you said, you know, geez, I'm I you know I I got to do something here and and I don't want to be tentative because I want to make sure this thing's going to hold up. You do it and you and you feel good about getting through that that wall, if you will. 
Yeah, um, you know, we was I was at first doing individual, then I went into you know routes on air, and everything was feeling good. But you know that that New Orleans week yep. when I was you know prepping for the game and you know going through practices and getting handoffs and cutting the field, making a move on someone, um, that's that's when I I was for sure 100 percent that I was ready to get out there and you know just getting in the game and just flying around and just not thinking about it. Uh, that's that's when I also knew that you know I was ready to get out there and, and get in my best. You know, I, I got to tell you this, and it, you know, I, I, when I remember the first day of training camp. I came on. I'm looking for. I see, look who's down there, and remember Jakeem looking for Albert. Looking, I see Albert. I go, oh, yeah, man. I said, man, Albert said his thighs always been that damn big. <laughs> I look down. I see, damn man. I, you know, I, I I remember seeing Earl Campbell's thighs, and that, that's the, the last time I was impressed with somebody's thighs was when I saw Earl Campbell. I looked up, it was Albert. Then someone says, "Yeah, yeah, his thighs have always been that big." So, so you, you definitely got a lot of legwork in there and, and got yourself to the to the peak point that you need to be. Yeah, for sure. You know, with the hip, you know, you just had to do everything over and over, and just start small and just work on little muscles and just you know build a lot of. You know, hip, thighs, calves, yeah. you know, quads. You had to do all those, you know, muscles. You had to work each group, you know, by itself. So, um, yeah, I definitely did a lot of leg exercises. Yeah. And um, and I feel like that's what got me to this point and just got me so confident So I, because I know I put the work in and, you know, I'm ready to show everyone. Everybody excited about the opening week, you know, the yeah. Baltimore Ravens coming to town. What's the excitement with, with the guys? I know you guys are focused in on one week at a time. That's been, you know, the, the kind of – banging the drum to just focus on the task at hand focus on today really but the Baltimore Ravens you feel like you've had enough work you've had enough stuff to build in that you feel like ready to ready to roll ready to get a W when it means something yeah I think all the guys you know feel like they've been buying in all this whole process of you the OTAs training camp and you know just ready to get out there during the preseason and ready to get out there and you know make it count so um we've been ready um we've been working our ass off so coming out there and you know getting out there week one and just ready to prove it we got a great opportunity going against the, the Ravens it's a good football team over there so I think it's a, a good a good week one matchup we're gonna go out there you know and and prove that that we're ready to play football this is going to be a young football team this year been a lot of changes in the roster over the last week or so and got fans out there questioning everything but I know you guys as, as a football team when you look around that locker room and, and as hard as you've worked during training camp uh, I think you guys believe that there's a there's an opportunity to go out there, put a good product on the field, and be competitive each and every Sunday. Uh, and all you can ask for is to is to get to the end of the game and have a chance to win. In this league, it seems like it seems like nine times out of ten it comes down to that last drive, and you're going to kick a field goal, miss a field goal, score a touchdown, or stop someone from scoring a touchdown to win a game. Uh, how confident are you guys that uh, that you've got the guys in that locker room that can go out and compete at that level? We're very confident. Um, we feel like we got a lot of talent around us in every position. I feel like they did a great job of getting guys in and just competing all camp. And, you know, when it comes down to that decision, you know, they, they make the best decision for the team. And I feel like we're ready. We, we trust in the process. We trust the coaches. Um, we trust each other. And, you know, we're ready to go prove everybody wrong who, who's doubting us. The, the conversation at the beginning of the training camp was Coach Flores, discipline, dedication, play smart, TNT, he takes no talent, all those types of things. And it's kind of getting him, getting getting this football team to where he wants to be. It looks like you've gone through that process. Everyone's bought into it. Um, and, and do you think it's taken a hold in this team and guys are playing with that type of attitude, understanding that, cutting down penalties, cutting down mental errors, all those things that, that really can keep you from make the difference in winning games to, to sitting on the backside going, well, geez, what happened to us here today? 
Yeah, he definitely, you know, brought that to our attention to where, you know, most teams lose games instead of winning them. And, you know, it, it's kind of hard to go out there and, you know, be the team that, that doesn't do anything wrong, like talent-wise, doesn't make any mental errors and don't don't get as many flags and, and such that thing. So, you know, us getting out there and doing everything right and doing what we're supposed to do, you know, doing all the things that don't take talent, like you said, um, I feel like that gives us a, a pretty good shot. And, you know, then adding the talent we have, it gives us an even better chance. So, yeah, we're, we're really happy with what we got. Um, like I said, we were, we're ready to get out there and, you know, play some ball finally. How's it been with a guy that's seen a lot of football and Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback? Because it seems like when you'd have a veteran guy that has seen just about everything you could see defensively, but more importantly on offense to get you guys in the right direction, get you guys you know going with repetition, get with tempo. Uh, I would think it's a calming presence to have a guy like that that has seen so much football in the huddle and being able to organize things and be able to get you guys moving at a, at a rapid pace. Yeah, definitely. You know, like you said, we have a lot of young guys. So, you know, to have that 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 veteran mindset of just coming in, just slowing the game down for some of the young guys and, you know, just coming to, to play our game and, you know, make them defend and we stay on the attack and stay on the offensive side, um, it's great to have him. Like you said, he's a, he's a great leader. Um, you know, I look forward to playing with him this season. I think he's going to do us a lot of good and um, we behind him 100%. How do you like your room? Uh, you look at yourself, and we talk about Jakeem coming back, and uh, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, who's, who's done a lot of good things. So you got you got two big guys that can get down the field, go up and catch the football. You got some speed guys, and in, in between, you got some guys that do multiple things, and then you throw the tight ends. It really looks from a, from a receiving core. You've got some some really good pieces in place to help this offense flourish. Yeah, definitely. You know, I I think we have a lot of good talent in the receiver room. You know, like you said, we got guys from five seven to six five, and, and we can stretch the field. We can go downfield, and um, we we all can we all can do you know what we need to do. So to have the talent we have in our room, I think it's going to give us a great chance. You know, whether it's you know blocking in the ring game or or going downfield or you know whatever we need to do. I think our room we can do it all. And I know you've, you've had a chance to see this scheme offensively, and we've seen what we've seen. I don't know how much have we seen the tip of the iceberg or if there's a lot being held back, but do, do, you, do you like what this offense is going to present and the opportunities? And it seems like there, it seems to me like it's, a, it's, an, op, it's an offense that's really set up to, to put people in, in, in favorable matchups across the board. Yeah, it, it definitely, you know, gives a lot of guys, you know, on the offense side, offensive side of the ball the chance to, you know to win their their opportunity or their battles or their matchups so um like you said we'll we'll bet on our guys every chance when they get that matchup and um they expect us to win and um it's just a good a good uh, offense to be in for the the type of talent we have well, opening day uh, Baltimore Ravens come to town opening day is always special no matter where you're at no matter who you're playing it's going and, and for you coming back from injury it's uh, you got to be looking forward to the day it's got to be going to be a special day for special day for the fans special day for for everybody that's there but certainly for the guys that run out of that tunnel opening day is I don't care how long you play it's always always, always a special day for sure definitely Good. We're looking forward to seeing you back and looking forward to big things. Maybe we can catch another high five with you and let you keep running down the field <laughs> and, sure. and give that one over again. But uh, we appreciate you coming by. And, and uh, you know, from us, we just appreciate all the hard work that you did to get yep. back and get ready to play. And uh, we're excited for you. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Appreciate Good to see it. you back appreciate out there. Appreciate it. All right, Albert Wills, boy, I tell you, it's, you know, it, you know there, you, you meet all kind of guys, you know, when, you, when you're around these teams. And, and, and Albert Wilson is one of those guys you, you, you really – you really root for you, you know, pull for him, good absolutely. guy, hard worker, and you could just see, 
you know, you could see the disappointment in in his eyes and in, in his demeanor uh, when he got hurt last year. And and then Jakeem, you know, Jakeem, and he talked about Jakeem, how much Jakeem meant to him, you know, during during rehab yeah. and, and getting all that stuff done. And to have those two guys back, and it kind of leads me, John, to 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 look into this this wide receiver room where we're at. Uh, Preston Williams, you know, big big tall receiver, Six five, yeah, athletic ability, runs great routes, and. You know, after the big game early, he kind of had some drop issues that uh, that need to be cleaned up, no doubt. But he certainly showed that he can be a game, a big time game receiver for you. You got Devontae Parker when he if he's healthy and ready to go. Well, you got two big tall receivers out there, and you know, and and and, and Albert talked about it. What do you and, say? And you got, got anything from five seven five, to six seven five? To six five. We got it. We got it covered. And then you got and then you got two speed guys in there, and he and he and Jakeem. Right. Uh, and then you mix the other guys in there along with Alan Hearns. Along, yeah, yeah. Alan, along with the tight ends too. I, I think you're going to see. You know, we saw a little bit during the preseason with moving Gasecki out and getting him. Into, right. I think they're trying to get him in places where. He can get off the line of scrimmage, get down the field, and be aggressive. And, and I think once you put that all together, I'm pretty excited about that receiving core and, and what they can be uh, for the for this football team. Now, having said that, and then we're going to keep talking about the receiver, but that offensive line has got to got to find out a way to protect. But when if they can protect, I think those guys are going to be um, a big big part of, of whatever success they have in this team well I, I think you're right in terms of with the offensive line because now you add in a guy a veteran quarterback that knows how to distribute the football uh, throw it away anticipate I think that's going to help a little bit yep. you know mask some of the things that go on with the offensive line but I, I am excited about the receiving core we've seen a lot of explosive plays from this group yep. you know now you add in the unknown you add in Preston Williams you add in a, an Alan Hearns and you add in two guys that are healthy that have been productive that are mismatched nightmares. You know, yeah. you get these guys in situations where it doesn't take a whole lot of time for these guys to create space, to create angles as a quarterback where you can anticipate where they're going and throw them to a spot because they're that fast. Yeah. They're that agile to, to be able to to flash and get open and, and, and know when to settle down. They're not running, you know, past where you're supposed to be. They're ready to catch the ball when the ball's delivered. So I, I like a lot of things that – Jakeem Grant that Albert Wilson do as a tandem because you can put him outside, you can put him inside, you could hand it actually to Albert. He's yeah. built like a running back, and you yeah. talk about that uh, in the interview about you know his bottom half. He's a strong athlete, and he's able to break tackles. And Jakeem is able to make a lot of yards after first contact, making somebody miss, turning a, a five-yard route into a 25-yard yeah. gain. And now you flip the field and you have a chance to score. Uh, from anywhere on the field with those guys. So those are the types of things I'm, I'm excited about with the diminutive two yeah. guys. Now, the big guys on the outside, you get the catch radius, yeah. and you get, you get guys that are healthy, and you hope they stay that way because big guys tend to tweak you know, yeah. sometimes. And we've seen it with Devontae. You're hoping that he's able to be the, the rock this year that, that you've seen at practice, that you've seen at training camp, yeah. that you've seen during the you know, glimpses in the regular season where he can – Take a ball out of the air, and all of a sudden, you go, who was that? You know, it was eleven. You know that you want that because you need guys like that on the outside to maybe, you know, when you're covered, you're not really covered. Yeah. And Fitzy knows how to throw that back shoulder, get him, get him some catches that really you're not counting on down the field because those those are thirty and forty yard gains down the field. You know, you add to that the uh, the, the offensive running book, the running backs, the running backs in there, and it's going to be, you know, because you you know that you know that Kenyon Drake. Uh, and you know the Kalen Blodge, 
are both going to be active in the passing game also. Yes. They're all going to be part of that 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 passing game. Uh, and, and then Mark Walton, see where he fits in. Gaskin, who you catch, uh, Chandler Cox. Right. You know, you know, here's a guy that, you know, I know I know we've talked about him a little bit during the preseason and on the, on the broadcast and stuff like that. But, you know, I think he's done everything you've asked for the kid. I mean, he's made some key blocks to spring some – uh, some of the backs on, on some nice runs. He could step up and block at the line of scrimmage to protect, help protect the quarterback. And, you know, you got those fullbacks when they pound, they pound, and then all of a sudden you sneak them out on a little play action, go over the top. They've been able to do that. So it's going to be interesting to see how he fits into the, to the, uh, to the mix. But I think they've got the, the, the running backs that they've got in there all do different things. And then for, you know, Patrick Laird, who, who really – Who's been who really wasn't, impressive. Wasn't expected, wasn't expected to do a whole lot, but – Came out and, and showed you he can get to the perimeter. Uh, you know he can he can do a lot of things for and you. And in his college career, we didn't see it in the preseason, but catching the football yep. out of the backfield. This is a guy that did that for Cal with consistency. Yep. So uh, there's a lot in that running back room. I, I love the one-two punch uh, of Kenyon. You know, yep. and, and being able to to be flexible there with Kalen and Kenyon. You know, you have a guy that. Uh, once he gets in the open field in Balage, he's a big guy, but he yep. can sure run by you. And I like Kenyon, that suddenness that he has when yep. he has his hands on the football. You know, he's there and then he's not there. And he's able to, to, to really take it to the next level. And, and both of those guys, to me, in the running game, they can beat the unblocked defender. Yep. You know, when you get through the hole and all of a sudden there, there's a guy there you have to beat sometimes yep. as a running back. They can make that guy miss, or at least when they engage, they're going to be able to bounce forward for a couple yards because both those guys have that good vision and good uh, jump cut in the hole to be able to get you going forward instead of backward. Yeah. It's uh, it, it, a talented and, and you look at all those areas. So the, the one area that this team needs to figure out is, is those, front. those five guys up front. And because you look at the, you know, you look at the specialist guys, you look at, you, you look at the skill guys and, and they they've, you know, there's a lot of skill on, on this, on this offense, but those guys up front, somehow need to mesh and it's funny a week ago we were talking about geez those two guys that they need to tear that <laughs> offensive line they need to they need to get more reps well they got their reps now we got to find those now now it's you know who, who's going to line up in the tackle position and I, I wish at this point we could say who it's going to be right now I imagine Jesse Davis is going to you know play play well into yeah. you know, play be one of the, one of the, one of the tackles he could be your left tackle going into this one. Yeah, you never who, know. Who, who knows? And then Isaiah Prince is another guy, and you're playing a right tackle. He's got a lot of a lot of work there, and you've got a couple of. Well, you get Julian on, Davenport in from Houston. Couple, uh, a couple offensive linemen coming in yep. with some experience at that tackle position. Danny Isadora. So, so we're not going to know. We're really not going to know who five, which five guys are going to line up uh, until the day before the game, or you know, quite frankly, when when they when they run out when for they the first possession, the get on their first possession, then we'll find out who that starting offensive line is going to be. And and, and John, believe me, I, I, if there's anyone going to be burning the uh, the night candles, uh, it's going to be those offensive linemen and uh, and Gooch. You yeah, know? The, you yeah. know what? The, some of these guys came in. They they found out on Monday. They're they're in on yeah. Monday night, and they're they're at practice yeah. right yeah. away. You know, or and and it's it's really. They've they've all played, which is good. Yeah. It's not like you're getting another rookie yeah. that you're going to have to retrain. They've all played and, and in a system. They've all been in training camp. They've, they've all, all gone through, through so, so they're, they're in shape. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing that kind of scares you when you do something like that. But these guys all have some sort of experience. Yeah. So you're you're hoping that you know you get in, you get in, you, you're you're staying late, you're up early, you're in here trying to learn the offense, and the guy next to you is helping you out. You're, you're when you're not in, you're getting those mental reps because these guys are going to be thrown in. Uh, 
uh, to a situation where whoever's in there in the starting yeah. five is going to have to gel together right away because they're going up against a formidable uh, Baltimore well, defense. That's it. And, and you look at that defense, a big stout up front, always stout up front. Uh, you're always going to see different looks from them. They're going to give you uh, multiple things. They're going to try to disguise. They're going to try to bait you into different things. And and so, more very important. You know, the the, the kid in the middle, Kilgore, he got a big job. That's in right. Because he's he's kind of he's kind of like the kind of like the granddad in there. And and hey, come on, you guys, let's let's you know let, let's tighten this up. And and you know, he's he's got to be the guy that hey, you need to help this guy. I mean, it, it's you know his job has become uh, a a lot more. Uh, than maybe he expected, right? You know, the thing you the thing you worry about, and especially as a quarterback, you just want to be able to identify the mic and get yeah. a hat on a hat. You know, yeah. you want to be able to at least I've got a guy. You don't want to let those you know free blitzers and that penetration in the run game. Those are the things that you look for early in a game. As long as you can identify and you can get a big guy on a big guy, yeah. you get the running back on a, on a linebacker or a safety when it's pressure. You're okay. It's when you get the the running back on a defensive end or a yeah. tight end on a defensive end. You want to make sure you got a big guy on a big guy, and at least you got a fighting chance from there. Yeah, I saw I saw a, a clip. It was uh, uh, Dave Guglielmo. That's the last time I'm going to try to pronounce it. Uh, Googs and 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 he was you know getting his offense. I think it was for the last game or whatever. And he's and he's you know exhorting his team. Come on, let's go out and and look if. if if, if, if there's no one, if, if there's if someone, you, you go to hit someone, they're not there, find another color jersey and just find <laughs> another color somebody. jersey and get on somebody. Put your helmet on somebody <clears throat> in the other color jersey, whether you're right, wrong, or indifferent, but just get a get a helmet on somebody. Right. And, 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 that's and that important. may be some of that going on with this with, 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 with this group as they go forward. But I know this, you know, he, he's going he, he gonna to work his tail off to get these guys ready. And he's got their attention. And he's got their respect. Well, I, mean, I think he's, the he's head coach, the head coach, has everybody's attention oh, yeah, after no, the no last doubt. forty-eight hours yeah, no because you're you're your spot on the roster is for a, a little while yeah. unless you perform unless you're you know playing up to a standard that he has set. So this is a group going forward that you know is going to be in their playbook, that you know is going to be attention to detail yeah. because their job depends on it, and that's the way it should be. You know, nobody's you know, relaxed and, and sitting back yeah. going, you know, I feel pretty darn secure about yeah. my position, especially if you play offensive line right now. Yeah, well, you know what? Sometimes the best football players are uncomfortable football players. That's right. You know, I, I feel like I spent my whole career on I, I was uncomfortable, uncomfortable a lot, Bo. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was uncomfortable. Like, yeah, just say, hey, I don't know what's going what's gonna to happen here, but uh, – yeah, but but that's you know that that's where they're at, and so uh, you know it. it again, I, I keep trying to look at this, and, and I keep trying to look at it from both sides. And and, and quite frankly, when I look at it, I'm looking at where we at. I'm looking at the foundation of youth that we have in this football team right now. I'm, I'm all I'm all good with it. I'm all good with it. You know. Well, that's the that was the plan. I mean, it, it's shocking when when all these changes happen. But the plan for this organization is to build through the draft, and and you have to have resources to do that. And yeah. the Miami Dolphins found a way, whether that was part of the you know the master plan or the blueprint of of going forward or not. I don't think it was. But when you get the haul that you you're you're asking for in terms of of another first rounder, another second rounder to add to your own first and second rounder, then you double up in yeah. the third round. It's just unbelievable the opportunity now presents yourself to have so many options when yeah. that time comes. But 
most importantly, you're getting guys in that have some experience so you can go forward and present. You have a chance to win on every Sunday. And that's the most important thing, I I think, for this football team in that locker room, for this coaching staff, is we'll coach them up. We've got guys that have experience. It's our job to get them ready. It's your job to execute. And if you go out and you battle, you're going to have a chance to win. And if you you can get out of your own way, I think that's one of the things uh, this football team must improve on. And we've talked about that till we're, you know, blue in the face talking about beating yourself yeah. in terms of penalties and, and mental mistakes and all that stuff. But that's that's important now. It's very that the meter on that has gone it's up. It's gone way up. Because yes. you know, this team isn't talented enough, quite frankly, to go out, lay your hat on the field and say, hey, we're we're gonna yeah. be able to compete with you for sixty minutes. You can't beat yourself if you're the Miami Dolphins this year. And it's gonna be a tough sledding come Sunday against Baltimore because yeah. that's a team that's hard nosed, you know, it's a team that yeah. wants to beat you up on both sides of the line of yeah. scrimmage. And you have to be ready to battle for sixty minutes yeah, against the that other team. thing with those guys is, is you know, you 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 know, John Harbaugh is a special teams guy. That's where he came yeah. from. And so you know, if, if I'm John Harbaugh and I'm coming in here to get ready and to play this. Twelve football or fifteen team, guys new on the roster. A lot of new guys on this roster. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm gonna go in my bag of tricks and I'm I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you something. So if I'm a if I'm on any special team, any special team, I'm gonna be on high alert. I'm gonna be on high alert for anything that's any any gadget play, any tricks, any fake punts, any you know, fake field, anything like that. If I'm on, on any of those special teams, I'm gonna have my radar up at a, at, at maximum level to see because I, I I would expect one or two times he's gonna to try to you're gonna to try to take advantage of some of this this youth in this football team from the special team side and, and turn it into a big play. Well I think that I mean you have so much stress as a as a young guy anyway coming in and you're you're in a new team, yep. new new culture, new organization, new way of doing things. You're worried about if you're a corner or a safety or if you're a backup linebacker, hey, i got to make sure I, that's my key on this. This yeah. is my gap fill on this run blitz. But now I've got a whole playbook on special teams that I have to kind of learn from the start because it might be different than Houston was or yeah. it might be different than Indy or it might be different than wherever you came from. So you, that's another burden. So that's why, you know, in early, out late, there's a lot of Miami Dolphins this week that are going to be burning the candle at both yeah. ends just to make sure that they have – their assignment down from from offense, from defense, from special teams, because you don't know how many plays you're going to be asked to play, and you don't know which one of those are going to be the critical play that can make or break you. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a, a season that it's going to be a season of change. It's going to be a week to week look at, uh, but I'm excited about Sunday. I'm, I'm excited about opening day. I'm si- excited about watching this football team and, and watch this football team grow and watch them develop a personality because I think this team is they got a lot of good guys that that that. that that I like the way they think. And uh, so it's, it's going to be fun to see just what the personality of this team is. I, I think that I think if they're a team that they get down, they'll fight back. I, I don't think they're going to be a team that's going to, you know, throw in the towel at any point. I think they'll keep their head up. And um, But it's it, it all starts on, on Sunday. There's something we'll about opening it, day. You know, uh, it's something about is, is running out on the field for the yeah. first time when it really means something. I, I can remember just, you know, going through preseason and you're kind of going, ah, you know, yeah. I, want to, I want to get through. I want to show my best, but I'm only going to play for a quarter. I'm yeah. only going to play yeah. for a half. But now you're going to play. And, and it's, it's something about playing at home, you know, in front of your crowd in, in, a, in a game that you want to win to get your season kicked off yeah. in the right way. Uh, it's something special about it. Well, and there's a lot of, you know, I, I think what, what we got, how many, how many rookies are on this? I mean, got, a, got a, a, a lot of young players in this team, some of them which this will be their first – 
regular season right. football game. I mean, go down to Christian Wilkins. You Michael know, he, Dieter. He played in big yeah. games. Played in big games. Michael Dieter played in big games. Those guys have seen seen a lot of it, but they've never seen opening day in the in the National Football League. And so, you know, they're going to be excited. I'm sure they're going to be a little nervous. I think there's going to be a lot of you know a lot of butterflies or blackbirds flying around in their stomachs before it goes. But uh, but that excitement level, that level of excitement, a lot of times can can carry you to some some pretty special things. Well, it gets you through the first half or the first quarter, and all of a sudden you look up and you go, "Wait a minute, there's there's only twelve minutes. You yeah, know, yeah. there's only eight minutes gone in the first quarter. You yeah. know, how do I get through?" You're right. A lot of that excitement, you got to be able to temper because it's a long game. You yeah. know, you look at the clock sometimes, and you you get caught up in the emotion. And all of a sudden, the clock hadn't really moved. You know, and you, and you're waiting for your next opportunity. So, I I do I agree with you. It's a young team. Uh, but you want to be able to to get that first one. You want to be able, especially at home, yeah. you want to be able to get off to the right foot at home because, you know, we've talked in, in years past how many, what's your record need to be at home? What's your record need to be away? Boy, at home, well, you want to strike yeah. while you can. And, and when you have the opener, that's the one that gets the get the crowd get into the crowd it, going. you know, get, get, get that home field advantage going for yourself. And, and, you know, if you're a fan of the Dolphins and, you know, I've, I've since we've been doing this. Uh, you know, everywhere you go, hey, I listen to the Audible, like the Audible, love the podcast, all this stuff. You know, you know, you, you got to, you know, you, you're Dolphin fans. You know, you're not going to go anywhere. I, I know the, all the people I've, I've talked to, they're Dolphin fans. They're not going to go anywhere. They may bitch and moan and why'd we do this? Why'd we do that? But when push comes to shove, they're gonna they're following they're gonna follow this football team. And you know what? If you don't want to follow this football team, well, go somewhere else. You know, go somewhere else and and watch someone else and and go piss and moan about them. But you know, this is a franchise that that unbeknownst to you as a fan, they're trying to do what's right for you. They're trying to do the right thing to get a product on the field that you can be proud of, that you can be excited every year when the season starts. And hey, we're a cal, we're a we're a, we're a playoff caliber team. Where are we going to go? Can we get to a Super Bowl? Can we get to a championship game? You know that that's where everyone wants to be, and that's where the fans want to be. And, and I think that's where I think I think the moves over the last week have put this team in that. Now it's going to be it's going to be a long haul. It's going to be a rocky road. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. And at times you go, geez, I didn't know it was going to be this bad. And there may be those times where you wake up. You know, I remember Greg Camarillo running, <laughs> running in for a touchdown, and you would have thought you won the Super Bowl yeah, that I know. day. I'm looking up, and I think Mr. It was when Mr. Heisinger yeah, said, he got right. tears in his eyes up that's there. That's right. So, you know, the emotion of football uh, comes in a lot of different oh, packages. Oh, what team was that against? I think the that Baltimore was against the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, that's I think right. that was uh, – what was it? What was it? What was it? <laughs> It was uh, Coach's last game. What was it? Uh, oh, gosh, I can't. You know, uh, Bell, Billick, uh, Brian Billick, yeah, right? Yeah, He made a bad call down the goal line. He was like, ah, you're out of here after that. <laughs> but, but, but getting back to it, I, I just you know, try to send a message out to the fans that, hey, this, this, is, this is for the best of this organization. Yeah. This is best for the future of the organization. And, and no matter what this season ends, whether it's another six, eight wins, whatever, whatever this season ends, it, you know, it's 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 a season that you're going to have to get through. It's a season that you can still be excited about your football team. You know, these guys. I guarantee you this: you're not going to be upset at the at the ever effort uh, that these guys give you each and every week, whether it's from the coaching staff or whether whether it's from the players. And to me, as a fan, uh, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Show me show me a team that's got five Pro Bowlers. You know, a bunch of first round draft picks. And they're lazy son of a bitches, and they just go on the football field and go. You know, I'm watching. I'm watching Hard Knocks, mm-hmm. and and you know what? You know what? You know what? I you know what? I learned about the Raiders and Hard Knocks. 
All they care about is money, it seems like. Every time, that's all they're talking about, money. Hey, this guy's making that much. That guy's making that much. You know, the first-round draft pick goes, hey, you're making $100 million. Why don't you pay for my deal? It's all, and I'm going, wait a minute. That's the kind of football team you want? No. You know, that, that's, you know, God, God bless them. Let, let them. let them see what they do this year long. I, I just think that, you know, the, the, the makeup of this football team now is becoming the mentality and the personality of Brian Flores and Chris Greer. Well, that's why you hired. That's why you hired the details, them. and it's all about the right thing and building the proper way, building a foundation, adding the foundation, and then getting yourself ready to where you can take off and be in a position to challenge for the biggest and the best. Well, I, I think if you're Stephen Ross, that's what you hired those guys for. Yeah. You hired them to change the direction and change the the dynamic of how you build an organization because what you've done since you own this football team you haven't been happy with yeah. because there's been you know a, a, a coach and then three years and then another coach yeah. and then three years and you're trying to patchwork with high draft uh, you know high price free agents uh missing on a couple of guys you put that all together and you have six wins then you put it all together and you might have seven wins that's not good enough yeah. that's not what that's not what this ownership that's not what this you're front office that's not what the yeah. fan base wants yeah. you want to be able to build from the bottom up you want to have a great foundation and the only way you do that is through the draft and you got to hit on a on a consistent basis in terms of two three years down the road now with something that happens out of kind of really out of left field you you deal one of your best players two of your best players uh, and add Kiko in and three of your best players because he's been the most productive tackler on the team the last couple of seasons and you're doing it for a wealth uh, of goods that are going to come in over the next two seasons where you can have flexibility to go get a quarterback of your choice over the next two yep. years, but stockpile this t- this roster to add to the young talent that you think you can build around. That that's that's the only way you do it yep. in the National Football. Yeah, I think it's you know it's it's this is the beginning of what I think is going to be a, a, a good future for this franchise. It all starts Sunday when the Baltimore Ravens come to town, kick off at one o'clock. And you know if you got some people out there that are pissed off and don't want to go to the games and are season ticket holders, say, hey, dude, give me those tickets. I'll go. I'll go. I'll sit in your seat. And, I'm excited and, to know, see what happens on, I, I on Sunday. I am. I'm excited to see the whole thing. And, and I'm, I'm excited to go on the ride. I'm excited to go on the ride with this football team. And I'm not, I, I, you know, it, based on what we've seen, is, is I'm not sure the changes are done yet. You know, this is going to be like a, they're probably I would say normally there's like, you know, the, the the bottom four or five guys on the roster. You know, you, you might want to be very flexible with your living situation. Right. This roster, you, you may be in the back that back 10. Well, 12 four, to 15, 43 to 53. You, you may be, you know, just you, rent. Stay at the hotel. You know, <laughs> Coach, we stay at the hotel. You pay for my rent. They're going to and I have enough confidence in, in this staff yep. and Chris. Kier, they're going to find the right guys that fit the schemes yeah. uh, that on offense, defense, and special teams, yeah. uh, they they will work and they will get it done to where you have a chance to win every Sunday. Yeah. It might not. It might be a little bit longer than projected in terms of instantaneous. Hey, we're going to win. You know, yeah. four out of the first five games. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. But you're going to have a chance to win each and every Sunday, and you feel like you're going to be competitive that you want to be you want to, you want to see a team that works and that executes and that has a chance at yeah. fourth quarter comes along how many times have we said it you either have the last possession on offense you're trying to stop them get off the field on defense yeah. you're trying to kick a field goal to win the game you want to be in those situations with this football team i don't know how how long it's going to take to get there consistently yeah. or or be able to be a 
a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter, yep. but you want to have the guys that are working towards that. Yeah, and, they, and that's uh, that's where they're going. And so, uh, it, it, like I said, it all starts Sunday. Uh, it's going to be a good ride. It's going to be fun. And uh, who knows where we end? May surprise a lot of people. May disappoint a lot of people. But it's it's Dolphins football, and, and here we go. Can't wait for the regular season. There bro. it is. And I uh, appreciate you guys that are following us. And keep following us. Let's, and in fact, grab some guys and let's uh, let's add to the bandwagon a little bit and jump on the back of this football team and support them because God knows these guys have worked their ass off to be yes, where they they're have. at right now from a coaching staff all the way down to, to, the, to, the, to the last guy in the equipment room that's, that's doing work on this for this franchise, all trying to get to the same place. And that's where you guys want to be. And uh, it all starts on Sunday. And we'll see you at the game on Sunday. We'll talk to you next week on the Audible. Until then, have a good weekend, and let's enjoy some football this week.